Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. If I haven't met you before, my name's Natalie. I'm the associate vicar here, and it's really exciting to hear from God's word together. But let's start with a prayer. Father God, as we consider your word to us this morning, may we open our hearts to the message that you have for each and every one of us, whether we're old, whether we're young. May the whatever we do be something special that we do for you, Lord God. Remind us that we pray in all that we do, that we do it in your name and for you, Lord Jesus. Bless us with your beautiful Holy Spirit so that we may find ways to respond to the reality of working with you. Help us to know your love in ways that equips us in our whatever workplaces, with and for you, we pray. Amen. Wasn't that a great set of illustrations of things that people do between Sundays? Wasn't it amazing? We had all sorts of things. I wonder when was the last time, hopefully recently, if you've been to some of our sermon series, when you thought about what is the whatever that you do in between Sundays. We've looked at Colossians chapter 3 just now, and you might have noticed, if you've read more broadly in that chapter, that whatever we do is said twice Once in verse 17, and then if we can have our next slide, also in verse 23. So we say here the same thing, said twice. Now, our congregation have held up paintbrushes, school bags, all sorts of things. And we've heard a little bit about what that means. I wonder, did any of you bring something else in with you to represent your whatever workspace? Can you hold it up really high? And if you're little, you can stand on your chair maybe so we can see. So we've got some books. um, We've got a lanyard over there. We've got a helmet. Okay, that's amazing. We've got a little mini football, which presumably represents a bigger one. I don't know what the octopus represents. I may need to ask about that later. So we've got some amazing things. Thank you so much to all of you who brought something in. Because that might represent for you a place. Some of you might have brought in school books. I thought about a classic mum thing. I nearly bought in my laundry basket. <laughs> I wonder whether Mike would have brought in the shopping trolley because he does all the food shopping in our house. You know, what are those places that you go to that whatever we do, each of us, takes us to different places, doesn't it? We're scattered all over the place, as we've thought about in different weeks. You might be in an office, a school, a college, a GP's surgery, a hospital, in a car or travelling overseas. And we might do the work that we do for the Lord. We call it work, but we might be doing it as a volunteer. We might be doing it unpaid. It might involve practical things like plumbing or gardening. It might involve studying or planning. 
You might be involved in something that requires a lot of emotion and sensitivity. You might be a counsellor or a nurse or supporting people with learning difficulties. The whatever we do, each of us, takes us to different places. So I'm going to take a minute. We're going to have a question that's going to appear on the screen. I'd like you to turn to your neighbour and say what is your whatever place that you are in in between. Rebecca clearly will say, I'm not quite sure to Chris, depending on Tuesday's interview. But let's share with each other what our whatever workplaces are. And if you're joining us online, hello, can you put something in the chat if you feel able to? So you've got a minute. I'm going to count you 60 seconds. Ready, steady, go. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. You can join in. Two, one. Yay! So Paul and Timothy wrote this letter that we've just had read to us by Ella. And they sent it to a group of people that they called the Colossians. And it's likely that they're writing this letter about 60 years after Jesus died. Now, this letter that was sent to these people explains some really practical things about faith in Jesus, some practical ways of allowing our love for Jesus to influence how we speak and act in each day. The people that they were writing to had a range of different roles in that society. Some were wives, some were husbands, some were mothers, fathers, children. They also talk about slaves and masters. And I'm sure if space was no object and God wanted it, Paul might have added a whole load of other roles, grandparents, volunteers. So they were like us here today, each having different whatever roles. Whether you work to love and raise a family, whether you work to be a great retired role model to those of us who are a bit younger, whether you work for a boss in an office or you're the head of a school. In the case of the Colossians, Paul was reminding them that whatever they did, he used the example of a master as a boss. We are to worship and work in Jesus' name. In verse 17, we see this said, 
Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I'd like to tell you about a bit of work that someone did for me recently. And it has something to do with this. Can anyone spot what this is? Go on. A birthday card. Perfect. Now, the person who helped me with this birthday card worked in a post office. And I don't know whether they worked in IT or whether it was actual individual person who helped this. Somehow, somebody from the post office managed to get my uncle's birthday card to me. Now, that might not seem all that surprising until you compare what my uncle wrote on the envelope with where I actually live. <laughs> now, my uncle, like me, is dyslexic, which isn't funny. And I know it requires him a lot of effort whenever he sends anything to me, so I'm incredibly grateful. But sometimes what he sends me can be a bit of a challenge for post office staff, helping them get to me. So, I think the card had the wrong street name, the wrong suburb, the wrong town name, and the wrong postcode. Yet somehow, somebody managed to do their whatever work in a way that connected me with my uncle's thought on my birthday. Oh, that's lovely, good work. Now, I have no idea. The only bits that were actually right, just for those of you who are really nosy, is a little bit of the postcard, the house number, and my surname. Wow, amazing. Now, I have no idea if that work was done by a Christian or whether they'd allow their love and faith for Jesus to impact what they did. But it was great work. So what's different about us as Christians being in our workplaces and working for the Lord Jesus as opposed to someone who does their work without the hope and faith of Jesus this was my example. If you've ever watched an episode of The Office, I'm sure you might recognize comedy sometimes reflecting a little bit of reality. Now, we all know that sometimes our workplaces are not the most joyous. Obviously, Greyfriars accepted. In the case of this comedy show, the workplace is shown as awkward, embarrassing, infuriating, occasionally inappropriate. We see office politics, we see downsizing, inefficiency. We see arguments like we might do in school and fights amongst people. Office romances, turf wars. It's not an easy show to watch. And I'm not advocating that you all run away and watch it this afternoon. Please don't. However, it is a real reflection of what some of us experience, maybe even as volunteers, when you're serving alongside someone and you have a little bit of a disagreement of opinion. Paul doesn't say to us, I'm sorry you've got a rough deal. I'm really sorry. Don't worry, just get by doing the least you possibly can. Save all your energy for holy church stuff. He doesn't say that, does he? No, what does he say? What does he say? What does that verse 17 say? Whatever you do, whether in work or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So in chapter 3, 
Paul gives us three different ways we're invited to join in. First, in that verse 17, we work in Jesus' name. Whatever our place is where we serve, whatever our frontline place is, we work just like the Trinity worked. The Trinity works and still works, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's shown throughout the Bible. God worked through creation, making each one of us. God works by inviting us to join in with his Holy Spirit today, that we might become the best of who he created us to be. And we work in Jesus' name as his representative. Secondly, we recognize That work like sung worship is to be done for Jesus, not the person who happens to be our boss or our teacher or our leader as a volunteer. So we do our whatever work with a heart shaped by that understanding. We don't work because it pays the bills. We don't work because it's a fact of life. We work at our whatever workplace for God. Verse 23 later on in the chapter says this, Work at it with all your heart, working for the Lord, not human masters. An amazing preacher put it this way once. Imagine your work making you a better person instead of a bitter person. Imagining it deepening your faith instead of undermining your faith. Imagine the work you do making a real difference in the world having an eternal impact on Jesus' lives. Imagine, like God in creation, imagine that work is good. That work is very good. We should work in Jesus' name and for the Lord, finally, with all our hearts. And why do we work in this way? If you look a bit further on in verse 18 and verse 20, it says, it's fitting and it pleases the Lord. So I wonder what that means for you this week. We each have different places and roles that we do. As we undertake those roles and we pray for what work God has in store for us, Dave and Harriet are going to lead us in a time of response where we can think about our head, our hearts, and our hands How will our head and our hearts, our hands be used tomorrow and beyond that through the week? I'm going to pray and then they're going to come up and lead us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for gathering us this Sunday in order to scatter us to different places through the week. Equip our hands, hearts and minds to work in the name of Jesus and for his glory this week. Inspire us by your Holy Spirit that when we are in our frontline places, we might go with you and reveal your love to those we meet there. Amen.